audible, the most honorable, the most audible. Hold the applause, like Paul Pierce when he was fresh out the hospital, like Antoine when he shimmied after shots went through. So tell me why you mad even? Your team gon' be sad leaving after matching up with Brad Stevens. Each season, champion contenders. We drop twice a week, like you tryna guard Kemba. Your team whack and your players whacker. I got the inside scoop after hanging up with Jay and Packer. Okay, we about chips here. I'm talking about this year, band of 12 plus six here. Carson that was top rookie, I'm seeing it now. Ain't playing around with Tatum and Hay with a brown. We off the charts, but you gotta play it market smart. Close out, cause he pulling up from Harvard Yard. Gang green, it's no other way. So tune in to the pod if you plan on staying up to date. You heard? Hey, Jay, I I see you, man. She. Welcome to Anything is Potable, the Boston Celtics podcast here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sam Jam Packard, professional sports fan, and I'm joined, as always, by the kid, the god, the legend himself, Jay King, Celtics beat reporter for The Athletic, and... That game was a real swift kick to the nuts. If you are a Celtics fan, 0.5 seconds away from going up three games to none. And Kyle Lowry has a moonshot pass to OG Ananobi, who hits the game-winning three. Just an absolute dagger. Uh, Boy, um, um, as the the fan in this this program, god damn, that was frustrating. Hell of a game, but wow, the Celtics really blew a chance there to basically to take complete control of the series. Yeah, no team in NBA history has ever come back from a three nothing series deficit. So that was the series right there. The Celtics, I mean, they still have a lead. They are still up two one, but that was the series. All they needed was one stop, and they would have put the Raptors to the edge Away. of the cliff. It would have been done. It would have been basically done. Instead, they lose OG Ananobi for what I mean, considering there was half a second left, that's about as easy a look as you'll ever see. And we can we can discuss the merits of playing zone. We can discuss how long Jalen stayed on Marcus Gasol we can discuss whether somebody else screwed up the communication that impacted Jalen's decision not to get out to OG on time but the the major takeaway is that just cannot happen it can't you cannot give up a wide open three with 0.5 seconds left when you're up to in a game that basically would have decided a series, just uh, awful, awful execution by the Celtics. A real swift kick in the dick. It was basically like what Kyle Lowry felt when Brad Wanamaker early in the game need him right in the testicles. Because uh, it was a, a that was tremendous... a great quote by Lowry saying he has balls of steel. By the way, <laughs> it didn't look like he had balls of steel because he's basically on the grounds, uh, very in a lot of pain. But the high uh, of Kemba Walker making a ridiculous pass after kind of breaking the trap and hitting Daniel Tice for the dunk to put the Celtics up to, to then go to that. You, the, Brad brings in taco uh, for 0.5 seconds. He's got a minus three. There is playoff net rating is going to be terrible, but um, 
like the Celtics have played zone all year in those situations. It's it's generally worked out for them. You just can't let up a three in that situation. I've watched the kind of highlight a number of times. I now have watched it set to the Titanic theme. I've watched it set to Father Stretch My Hands. Um, you know, it got the full memification. Basically, I think Jalen messed up. You just can't allow a three-point shot in that scenario. I know he had to go to Gasol. I think Tice bears some responsibility for kind of going uh, switching on to Van Vliet when that was kind of what Tatum's role, so that makes Jalen have to go to Gasol. It was a great pass by Lowry, but still you just can't give up a three in that situation. You have, like, even if you let Gasol free, like, run to the rim, at best that's a tie game. It's just a... it's just a gut punch and the Celtics after the game Brad Stevens looked as like most dejected as I've seen him um and he's normally like a can't guy can't get too high can't get too low Jalen Brown was called it a fucking disgrace four times and I've never seen him swear like that I have definitely seen Jalen swear in post game like I'm gonna shout out I'm gonna call out Adam Himmelsbach because he tweeted that Jalen's never sworn before Jalen's Jalen swears man I don't think he, I don't think he's never uh, like that though. That that was definitely a different type of. He of was dejected. He was because it was he was pretty dejected, and it's like really this is the type of thing that could swing a series. Like it goes from the Raptors being completely out to now they're basically back in the series. I still think the Celtics uh, are a better team. I don't think they played that well outside of Kemba Walker uh, in this game. Actually, Jalen Brown played phenomenal defense in this game, uh, especially against Pascal Siakam. It's just he needed to do it for 0.5 more seconds. But I don't know. Like the Celtics are clearly not out. They've had uh, a lot of experience in the playoffs, everyone but Kemba. Um, They clearly are still up a game. They're going to be in a a good position moving forward. But um, just an absolute gut punch because – like I don't know. I don't think they played their best basketball tonight, and they were still in a position to win. Kemba basically put them in that position to win. Um, he had a phenomenal game um, from the offensive end, but I don't know. The, the Raptors clearly are more in this series. They have figured something out with the two, the the zone that they're going to, the triangle and two. Um, I don't. I can't deal with you, John, right now. The, I don't know what's going on with my hair. I'm frustrated. Uh, Someone in the comments on our live podcast is asking what's going on with Jam's hair. For those listening to the podcast the next day, it, it is ugly looking right now. I'm not going to lie. You look disheveled. I am disheveled. I'm a broken man right now. I mean, I'm trying to put some reason uh, into what I just saw, what I witnessed. This is two hours later because we had technical difficulties. I don't uh, – if this was immediately in the moment, I think I'd be more enraged. But, you know, they had the – like, I was getting cocky there, especially in the uh, third quarter. I still think the, the Celtics are a better team in this series, uh, but you just, like, let them back in and you don't know what's going to happen. And I have to give credit. I'm not giving give credit to Pascal Siakam because he's still not good. He, Even though he got some buckets tonight, he's wildly underperforming. Nick Nurse is a baby. Nick Nurse is complaining about every single call. A mean, Like every single flash to him is just a, a meme of him just being upset. He has a terrible haircut. But you have to give respect to Kyle Lowry tonight. He balled out. He absolutely attacked the rim in a way that we just did not see in the first two games. Um, and he gave the Raptors a lot more life. 
Um, and it seemed like, especially in the first quarter, he could get to the rim at ease. And then down the stretch, I thought the Celtics, uh, the game was tied with like four minutes left. Um, and the Celtics did a pretty good job of limiting the Raptors and they went up. Um, but then basically Lowry got to the rim with these, then Van Vliet got to the rim with these to kind of tie the game. You get some stops there. You don't, it doesn't come down to this. Also on the other end of the court, Tatum missed a wide open shot that basically Tatum's normally makes. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm frustrated at this point, but it's, it's, I still have faith, but it's goddamn annoying that they lost this game. The people are calling you for calling for you to take over this podcast because as watch the games, B1 says, this is a podcast where we need jams, emotions over Jay's logic. The, Why? the people want to hear your misery. Why did he put Ennis Cantor in the game? Like I understand they couldn't play the zone, but immediately Red Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry get into a rhythm in the third quarter. And I'm going to simultaneously lash out at the people who are complaining about Cantor because that's not the reason why the Celtics lost the game. They lost the game because of poor execution on the final play. But that was a terrible decision. Like, there, I don't care. It, figure out a better way to beat the zone than just having Ennis Cantor's offensive rebounds. I don't care they had two putbacks. I don't care they, like, forced some offensive rebounds. He just got the the Raptors into some sort of rhythm. That was a bad decision. I just don't understand what that what was supposed to be accomplished there. Those Cantor minutes were not good. He played four minutes. He was a minus four. And like you said, Van Vliet and Lowry just started cooking him. And Robert Williams can give up some buckets too. Robert Williams isn't perfect defensively, but the difference between him and Cantor especially against those two guys, is huge. And Van Vliet had been struggling. I think you you tweeted at me what's I going t- on what's going on with your boy Van Vliet. This all might be your your fault, honestly. I tweeted that and then bam he hits a three and then he hits like two more threes in that game, uh like in the fourth quarter. I mean the with that, I don't think the Celtics played well. Tatum was not good tonight, except for Tatum was not good shooting tonight. Tatum's passing tonight was fucking elite. I don't know where it came from. He learned how to skip pass and was kind of making plays all over the court, but he missed a lot of shots um, that he normally makes. He kind of had the weird uh, layup thing going on, did not take nearly as many threes as I thought he should have. I don't think the Celtics played very well, except for a few stretches where they uh, were passing well, and I, they were still in the game largely because of Kemba Walker. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how it's like, it's basically testing their mental, uh, how mentally tough they are and if they can come back from game four and uh, kind of get another victory because I don't know, they have to figure out how to play against the zone. Like they, they have to figure out how to score points. The team was Kemba Walker was a plus 11 in this game and he played 39 minutes. That means in the nine minutes he didn't play, the team was a minus 12. They have to figure out how to score points when he's not on the court. Brian, you're going to be okay, man. Brian, it's just sports. There's no reason to get angry about it. Uh, and they're still up to 2-1. Uh, but I don't know, Jay. How do, how do the Celtics, like, they got the, like, they either need – Jason Tatum had a good game in, games, uh, in game two, and Kemba was terrible. Kemba was good in game three, and Jason Tatum was not that good scoring-wise. Can they get a game when they are both good, or and the, can they manage to score points against the zone? A zone should not be debilitating to an NBA offense. Yeah, the they've got to figure out the zone. Obviously, the Raptors are long and tough, and they, they fight like hell, so 
their zones are different. And also they play a lot of zone throughout the regular season. So they're they're used to playing zone. They're used to being disruptive in a zone. They threw and, out a triangle in two. When's the last time you've seen that in the NBA playoffs? That's it's not something you see very often. A little triangle in two. But I, I want to go back to the Cantor decision, man. Because I just don't get it. Um it it just felt like Brad Stevens overthinking things. Robert Williams has been really good in this series. The Raptors have struggled dealing with Robert Williams all season. The Celtics have decided long ago, before the regular season was even over in the seeding game against the Raptors, they didn't play Cantor. They decided long ago the matchup was not for him, that he could not hold up against Lowry and Van Vliet. And with Lowry playing the entire second half with Van Vliet, in the lineup as well, they went to Cantor to to juice the offense against the zone. To like be just- to be somewhat fair to that, it, like the the Celtics had scored seven points in the first seven minutes of that quarter. They were really not doing anything on offense. But you know who's been awesome offensively this series, Robert Williams. And you know who came in immediately and like had a sweet ass dunk. Uh, uh, while getting a flagrant foul called on him uh, immediately once Cantor went to the bench, Robert Williams. The, the time people board. were the people were so mad at me because I didn't think that was actually a flagrant foul. I, I infuriated Celtics fans by saying I did not think that was a flagrant foul. It was clearly an intentional push by Siakam, but I'm just of the mind that if you push somebody in the shoulder, like it's not it's not a flagrant. I mean, by the rules in the playoffs. By the rules, it's a flagrant foul. You can't have do that. But like I understand, yeah, it's it's nonsense. It's like the league's gone soft. I mean, by the rules, all those fouls at the end of the Milwaukee and uh, Heat game were technically fouls, but they should have never been called. Uh, it's besides the point. I like, yeah, there's no reason to go away from Robert Williams. He had an effective first half. Cantor really gives you – he's so bad defensively that anything he gives you offensively – like, he Cantor did his job on offense. He had a jump hook. He uh, got another bucket. He did, got an offensive board, but he immediately gave up points on the other end. There's just nothing – like, any positive you get from Cantor that is just immediately taken away by the defensive end. At least Robert Williams will put up some sort of rim protection. That's the other thing is that Daniel Tice in this game um, – did not was not great at the rim. The Celtics were not great at the rim. Basically, Kyle Lowry did whatever he could to get layups. Uh, eventually, he started knocking down threes, which is bad sign for the Celtics. But that's how the Raptors were getting the majority of their points was going towards the rim. And I thought Tice was not great. Uh, and so, I mean, now I'm remembering moments where Robert Williams just like because he loves jumping so much, completely missed on the Ibaka pump fake and actually got some. Siakam some points so I think the Celtics need to tighten up their defense a little bit but you know like they were still in this game uh and we're in great position to win 0.5 seconds left off an amazing Kemba pass um but you know just it just didn't happen for him yeah yeah it really didn't (laughs) it sure didn't it really didn't Kemba Kemba was awesome man Kemba was really damn good I I keep going back to this I thought that his lack of playoff experience would matter and beyond the whole health thing which I wasn't sure about entering the postseason I just thought especially against a team like the Raptors because they 
test you in so many different ways because they throw out junk defenses at you because Kemba's never dealt with playoff adjustments really except for a couple first round playoff series before this year I thought there would be some sort of adjustment period for him and there just hasn't been and and maybe it's because he spent eight years in Charlotte just getting everybody's junk defense with no other outlet to throw it to that that could be why this doesn't phase him he's like yeah well they used to fucking triple team me in charlotte bro <laughs> this shit is easy all i have to do is is evade a double team now like that's cool that that last play when he, he found had time. marcus wide open and he like he had an opportunity to get rid of the ball when he was doubled and he was like no i'm making this play he um, was not going to let that double team take him down he was going to beat the double team one way or another he gave marcus all two crossovers like he did that kemba thing where he just kind of like almost touches his shoulder to the floor he gets so low as he's going by a guy and then threw a beautiful no look assist to tice that was awesome awesome play to to end what was an awesome kemba game both ends of the court he, he was taking charges he was scrambling around defensively he was controlling everything on offense he was great um the rest of the celtics not quite as good like you said jalen was his defense was awesome for all but 0.5 seconds he was fantastic he was blocking everything he was swallowing up lowry and van vliet on switches siakam was really having troubles with him he was great i thought brad wanamaker even though he continues to travel in this <laughs> That's like the fifth travel he's had. And it's yeah. all like shuffle feet travels, like the the most easily avoided travels you can have. He's done that at least 345 times in this series. He should probably stop doing that, but he had some moments. Grant Williams knocked down Grant a three. Williams, I, I thought he, the bench outside of Cantor was pretty good, but... It was just that's a surprising thing. You need to get one more stop, but the Celtics bench is actually playing better than I expected, especially against the Raptors bench in this series. The Nick Nurse really shortened the rotation. They he only played eight guys, no more Terrence Davis to get abused. He played it was basically OG played 45 minutes, Kyle Lowry played 46, Van Vliet 41. Um Pascal played 38 and that's only because he got in foul trouble, which I'm sure Nick nurse is going to cry about, but like Norm Powell was actually pretty big with, uh, it, but he only played 15 po- uh, minutes uh, off the bench. The Celtics bench is actually playing pretty well. Um, but I think the, another thing is that this is what kind of what you expected the series to be like going into it. Um, kind of a, a grimy series games two and three are, are much more uh, what I anticipated. Not didn't really anticipate the blowout in game one, but you know, the Celtics did not really shoot well from three tonight and Marcus smart two of nine. That's probably what the Raptors want. Um, but I would like to see more than 4.3, uh, four three pointers attempted by Jason Tatum. I just think he needs to shoot more from deep. Um, Kemba has actually shot pretty well, but um, yeah, just a kind of an ugly game, but, uh, you know, the Celtics just really didn't score the basketball well after the first quarter, 24 points in the second quarter, 23 in the third, 23 in the fourth. And all that being said, they were still in a position to win and they didn't do it. And so, um, that is bad. Uh, losing is bad. Uh, this is the first time it's happened in a while. I don't know how to react. 
I think it's time we pivot to everyone's newest and most favorite segment, Potable Six Pack. And Jay, I'm flustered. Potable Six Pack. This is where we choose the six best things uh, that happened in games uh, three. It can be moments. It could be uh, halftime show spectaculars. It could be whatever. Jay, I'm I'm flustered right now. I'm going to need you to go first. All right. Uh, I'm going with Jalen Brown's f bombs. <laughs> you you got to give Jalen Jalen Brown's f bombs the the proper number one pick selection there. He called him. He called it a fucking disgrace. He was. He took all the responsibility for the last play. I don't think it was entirely his fault. I think the Celtics had some issues matching up. I think he was definitely a beat too slow and probably should have rotated out to Ananobi a little quicker. But other, it wasn't like a seamless possession for everybody else either. So I think his accountability was impressive. I think his desire to put all the blame on himself was was manly and his desire to drop the f word several times during his it was a fucking disgrace was f- fucking awesome <laughs> it was it wasn't that awesome because uh of what happened to kind of precede that but yeah i'll give it to jalen for that i got the next two picks i'm gonna go with um I mentioned it earlier, but Jason Tatum's passing tonight was actually like pretty impressive. He made some cross court passes, some skip passes that I just was not ready for. And maybe this is the next evolution of his game. Brad Stevens talking him up about making better decisions. Uh, But he just was very good tonight in terms of finding the open guy. Um, It turns out Marcus Smart did not make as many shots as uh, normal, but he had another six assists tonight. I don't know. I was just like, found myself in my notes going, wow, another great Jason Tatum pass, which is, it's good to see from him um, on a night when he doesn't shoot as well, but I'd rather him score points than get assists. But even that's being said, I just think his decision-making and his ability to make kind of difficult passes has greatly improved. Yeah, no, he's, and he's doing it on the fly. It seems like he just grows a lot every game. And I assume that's partly because he sees all these different defenses all the time now and he's getting used to the doubles and the the late help and all that stuff that all the stars face his his passing has grown a lot since the start of the season he couldn't shoot um that if i mean he had a couple of shots down the stretch that would have kind of put the game out of reach he missed uh, one with like a minute left as like a classic fadeaway Kobe style shot from the elbow that he like you you expect to see him make. I expected him to make it. And it, I think it would have put the Celtics up four um, and basically put the game away. But he missed it. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. That was the Paul Pierce play. And then he just bricked it. But he, he, he makes that a lot. Um, he makes that a lot. My turn, bud. This is a, a oh yeah I forgot it was a snake draft snake draft all right I don't know if you saw at halftime but Draymond Green was in studio uh, breaking down some film taking uh, the Kenny the Jet roll and he went back to the uh, the big board and it's clearly it's like I'm I don't expect him to know how to do this but it was clearly his first time on the big board and he broke down the entire highlight and was just staring at the big board the entire time so you didn't see anything but his back. I was dying laughing. I thought it was uh, fantastic. 
he it was a great breakdown, but he was just it was awful, awful television. So uh, for bringing me some sort of joy tonight, I'm going to have to give my second pick to Draymond Green, uh, just back in just just not looking at all at the camera during his breakdown of that video. Yeah, but Draymond, Draymond brings it sometimes, man. He, he's uh, a damn good analyst already. Like he's very good. But did you see him just shitting on Nikola Jokic? Nikola Jokic. Yeah, breaking down his defense as well. He also didn't look at the screen. He was just pointing. He was just like, "Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of of Draymond <laughs> Draymond talking defense." Um, all right, I get two picks now, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm going Kyle Lowry running face first into elbows. I get I get entertainment out of out of the grifting, and Kyle Lowry is one of the best. He is he hunting, pulled he was hunting elbows to run into. He pulled, I think, Smart's elbow into his own face. Like he like came around and pulled it into Tice, his own face. Tice did hit him with an elbow. That one was legit. Um, but I, I don't think that should be a flagrant. Like it wasn't even remotely intentional. Tice didn't even know Lowry was there, it looked like. And he's a lot taller than him, which is why his elbow was around Lowry's face level. So I didn't think that was a flagrant. I didn't think the Siakam shove was a flagrant. I'm very much anti-flagrant unless it's it's pretty clear. Did you think Brad Wanmaker kneeing him in his nuts of steel was a flagrant? I didn't think it was a flagrant, but I thought it could have been reversed to an offensive foul. He just jumped. Yeah, but he ju- he jumped with his knee very much. That's how they teach it. you. That's literally how they teach you to do layups. Is like the elbow connects to the knee. You jump with your knee up. That's insane. I really don't think it's it's that insane because like I don't know. I don't know. I you just you just have an affinity for Philly dudes and Kyle Lowry and it's showing Jay and it's making me upset. I I just have an affinity for the truth. Um <laughs> I am also going to go with the Tatum Ah, I can't I, I can't take Tatum's lefty pass to Tice. Even though you took Tatum, no, I took in all. I took of all of the passing, but you can talk about it right now as an honorable mention. Yeah, that lefty pass to Tice was sweet. That was awesome. That was just a wraparound left-handed pass. I thought it was one of the better passes Tatum has made. Um, probably at that ever. point, the Celtics. You thought the Celtics were up because there was that pass, and then the Jalen Brown dunk after that, and they're up four with like two minutes to play. Um, but yeah, that was that was one of the more impressive ones that he's done. Kind of surprised that the the Raptors didn't have a guy there in the weak side to kind of block Tice. But yeah, it was that's the thing. It's just like I just don't didn't know he was capable of making that lefty pass. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a sweet lefty pass. All right, I got I got one more, huh? Hmm. Um. I'm gonna go with Kemba's defense. Kemba, I could have gone with Kemba's end of quarter shots. I could have gone with Kemba's 17 point first quarter. I'm going with Kemba's defense. The charge he took to keep the Celtics down three with 10 minutes left. The steal he had, real hustle play um, to get over the top. I think it was Lowry of sort of an entry pass. He played some, he plays his balls off. Kemba Walker plays hard as hell all the time. And he's obviously not the best defender because he's short and being tall is helpful in basketball. But 
he's a he's a nuisance out there and he's always taking charges and he's always trying like hell so great 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 Kemba game he was he was very very good he was phenomenal defensive end um making the like pocket pass when trapped I like taking the charges he was quite good um and it's kind of like they're going to need him to do that uh continually moving forward and hopefully get the same performance um like him and Tatum being good in the same game would be I don't think there's any way the Raptors can do that. Uh, to round it out, I like the last thing I have, I was going to go with those Kemba buzzer beaters, but um, I'm going to give it to a guy who just doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, people are already hating on him in the comments, but Shemi Ojale just launching a three with zero hesitation from about 30 feet and just draining it is insane. And I don't know why he took it. I'm glad he made it, but I just love that irrational confidence from Shemi. He has a quick trigger now. He's done nothing to deserve it, although he did shoot a little bit better from three towards the end of the year. But, you know, you got to love Shemi pulling above the break threes uh, from 30 feet. I was so mad because one of the reporters in the bubble, I will not share who it was, um, texted me like, Damn, Shemi from logo logo range, and and the, the the delay from the bubble is way longer than the delay in normal times. I feel like maybe that's not really the case, but it certainly feels like that. So, I got a text about that play like thirty seconds before it actually happened, and then it was just it was a it was a launch. It was, it was- a launch. But I, it ruined it ruined the joy of it for me because I would have liked to not know that was coming and then see Shemi launch from forever. Yeah, I've had to I've had to mute a couple of the uh, reporters in the bubble during games because like that's happened a number of different times. I try to stay off uh, off Twitter um, while the game's actually going on and then check it in the place. But if someone's texting you that, there's really no way to uh, to get away from that. The only other thing I have is that Time Lord absolutely stuffed. Got rejected by Ibaka, which uh, I was not uh, prepared to see. But um, that's all I have for uh, for that uh, potable six pack. Who do you think won? I don't even remember what we picked. Oh, uh, I mean, we, we've got to <laughs> we've got to go to the honorable mention first, don't we? Or do we do we judge ourselves? Oh no, we'll, we'll let's let have the people... people judge. Let's have the people judge in the comments section. Tell us tell us who won the the potable six pack or. Tweet me at by J King. Tweet him at Jam Packard. He's got some ugly, disheveled hair right now, but his I'm a, I'm a broken man. His potable six pack choices were were okay. Oh, Logan Reardon has <laughs> has given it to Packard. Sad Jam needs this one. <laughs> Logan Reardon has declared. Well, you had you had Jalen swearing, uh Kemba Walker playing defense, and um, I can't even remember what your middle one was. I also had uh, Kyle Lowry running face first into elbows. Oh, and then I had um, uh, Draymond Green not knowing how to do television, Semi uh, Ojale launching a three, and Jason Tatum passing. Yeah. I know. I, th- I think it's a pretty even one. I don't know. I I just can't. I just can't feel good about a victory tonight. So I, I don't know. We'll let the people sound off. Thank for the people uh, sounding off in the comments here on the live Periscope. Thanks to the, everyone listening 
uh, out there in podcast land. If you enjoy, please subscribe. We'll be with you throughout the Celtics playoff run with episodes after every single game and uh, episodes in between. And so thank you for listening to this episode of Anything is Potable. They want a word of hope, man. They want a word of hope. All right, I'll try to give a word of hope. The Celtics are still up 2-1 in this series. And they still have the two best scorers in the series. They have the best player in the series. Pascal Siakam's a joke. Uh, and not in that Brad Stevens way, in it like the fact that he's a max contract player is ridiculous. Nick Nurse uh, is wildly overrated and a cr- huge crybaby. The Celtics played like dog shit tonight, and we're still in the game because the Raptors just still can't score in the half court. Uh, if they fix up two things, uh, it will be fine. Uh, this team's mentally tough. They've all been in the playoffs before, except for Kemba, and Jay already explained that that doesn't matter anymore. Um if they're true mental alphas, Kaizen Warriors, they'll come back on Saturday uh, and they'll be playing pissed off and uh, Cantor won't play. It'll be fine. Ty- Brad will learn from his mistakes and everything will be better. 3-1, Celtics and five. Celtics and five. That's all I need to say. He's back. He's back. back. The misery baby. is gone. I'm back, baby. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Someone just called you the GOAT. Someone else said that was a great pep talk. You're a legend, Packard.